I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. Here we are. Can you believe it? Here we are, our first podcast. Our first podcast. Wow. And we wanted to say that. You know, so we remember. Yes, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And we want you to know this is our first podcast. So yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, here we are. We're, we're in the lower level of our house. We have created <laughs> a little podcast corner. Podcast studio. Yes, a podcast studio right here in our own, uh, our own backyard. So uh, we know all our friends and family are listening. Uh, we made the announcement on all of our social media platforms that we were just going to kind of jump out into this podcast world. And uh, it's really just, we really, we really know it's a God idea because it just, it just all came together. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't on our radar at all, but the more we talked about it and the more that we told people about it, it just like, oh my gosh, it just makes sense. So yeah. 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 So, so for all of you out there that have no clue who we are, like I said, you know, he's Rob, I'm Robin. It's pretty easy to remember if we introduce ourselves together. Most people never forget our names, or they sing it, or whatever. Yeah, Rock and Robin. Yeah, we've heard that. I, if I had a dollar for every time someone sung that to me, we would be so rich. Yes, we would. So, uh, we've been married thirty-two years. Thirty-two years. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, when you just say that out loud, right? When we tell people that, it's still, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. Yeah, thirty-two years is a long time. It is. Yeah, and here we're we are person. looking. We're still looking at each other, and loving each other. It's pretty cool, and right? we're still looking hot. I mean, you know, just calling it what it is. That's <laughs> just, just call what? it out. Yeah, yeah. Full of confidence, people. Absolutely. Full That's never, of confidence. <laughs> That's never been a problem for me. <laughs> it's so. Oh, uh, so we live in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, yes, Nashville. Music City. Music City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, in our little podcast corner, we are surrounded by uh, guitars, bass, drums. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll throw this out there ukulele. for a ukulele for musicians <laughs> that have my, my 1974 Fender Precision is hanging uh, right oh, beside yeah. Robin. Just throwing that out nice. there, trying to earn some music. Street cred. I don't know what they even mean. So <laughs> what this, does that mean? I don't know. I don't have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, we we wanted to start this podcast because our our favorite topic, honestly, uh, I mean, maybe there are a few others, but one of our very favorite topics is marriage. Yeah, we just we love being married, and uh, we love talking about marriage. Yeah. We love love helping people understand what how marriage works. Yeah. That's why we do, some of you, some of you know this, some of you don't. We've done premarital counseling for 10 plus years now. Mm-hmm. We do some marriage recovery with couples. Most of the time they've been married two to five years, a couple of kids that are trying to look a, yeah. a little tune up. Yeah. yeah, a little tune up. So, uh, and and we love it, you know. And so we just felt like this podcast just seemed like a natural step forward in a yeah, and just kind of spreading the word on, on a wider scale and, you know, just talking about this topic that we love so much. Some of what has brought us to this point is countless times, and Robin can testify to this, that we've had 
couples that we didn't even know at church or someplace where people knew us to a point that would walk up and say, we don't know you guys, but we want some of what you've got. Yes. And they've been watching us. They've been watching us, yes. And I love, you said this years ago, and it's just really stuck with me when you, I remember the one couple you were talking about, and it kind of hit you to let them understand what, how, what we do, how it looks a certain way, but understand that the effort, how, how did you describe that? Right. Like couples would come up and, and, uh, assume like, you know, we're just the, the perfect couple that, you know, we have this fairy tale life that we've found our soulmate, you know, and that every day is so easy because we married that perfect person, you know, and gosh, you guys are just so lucky, you know, or whatever, make comments right. like that. And it, it dawned on me, oh, you know, they, they think we just kind of magically have this marriage. Like, you know, we're living that fairy tale and you're the prince and I'm the maiden and wow, we just have it made. And I, I really didn't want people to look at us and assume that because yeah. The marriage that we have, we have 32 years of marriage, and we have learned so much in all of our uh, time together. I mean, 32 years. And it, it was never a fairy tale, even from the beginning. It was just, you know, us in our mid-20s getting married, in love, but not really knowing what to expect next. And, yeah. um, you, you know, you sent this to me the other day, which kind of, I think is the point we're going to kind of stay on. You define your experience. You said this, and it's not a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Follow, you know, you were just following up on that. So ex- expound on that just a little bit. Cause you've, you've really been talking to me about a lot about that. Yes. That I think that we have to walk, uh, well, have to is not the right word, but choose. We choose. That's good. Yeah. And in walking into marriage, um, as couples, I'm just saying we have the opportunity to define our experience. So I, th- I think for some reason with couples, when they get married, it's interesting. It's it, it, maybe they feel like there's there's not going to be a lot of effort. Mm. Um, and actually, if there is a lot of effort for some couples, you know, we found because we've done premarital counseling now, like we said, for several years, um, and we use this awesome test called Simbus that gives definition to sort of like personality types uh, when it comes to how they perceive marriage. Right. Um. So, you know, you have like a romantic. Um, Resolute is one. Uh, right. And yeah. so, you know, when I think of the romantic, the romantic is always, they are living out that fairy tale. And if something shifts or something gets tough, they are concerned that maybe I maybe didn't marry the right person. Right. You know, or, oh my gosh, this is horrible. And it goes, what, again, another term that you we see a lot is unrealistic expectations. Right. And you, you walk in with all types of... Um, assumptions and um, preconceived ideas, yes, yes. yes, of what married life will be. But, you know, I just thought, you know, we get to determine the experience we have 
as far as in our married life. Um, and there is an element of like we're in the driver's seat. Right. You know, so it's not like we're just kind of riding around. Let's see what's going to happen in this marriage. <laughs> but it's like it's purposeful. It's intentional. Right. You know, there's a lot of intention. Right. And people don't like to use the word. And we've said this before. And I know we've talked about different definitions with this, but we've talked about that marriage is work. Mm -hmm. It's a good work. It's a good work, but there's effort. There's effort involved into making, you know, I I know, well, as you're listening to this, I'm I'm a huge sports fan, love football, just, you know, just everybody knows on Saturday that's what we're doing. So, but the effort, when you see an athlete that makes it look easy, mm-hmm. it's the behind the scenes things that they've right. done right? that's created the moment where that catch or the case may be look easy. And it's the same thing in a relationship that there's effort involved. And you and I were just talking about this the other day too. We, the word change scares a lot of people mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage. And, and I understand that, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm laughing at myself here. I know she's going. Robin's going to laugh at me too. I mean, I'm I'm the same person she married, but I'm a whole lot different as well too. Yeah. I mean, my personality. I'm extremely funny, uh, and you know, and again, as some of you that know me personally, you know, when you come to terms with that, it just makes your life easier. <laughs> I you know, so that, that when I came to terms with that, that was great. But my sense, our sense of humor's. Robin and I's is very similar, which works to our advantage. But we were still, it took me a long time, and she'll testify to this. Uh, hopefully, she'll testify the, the, in a good way. But she'll testify that I had to learn that, yes, the two are one, but we're also still individuals. That that took me a while till that light switch went on, and I finally realized you don't have to like everything I like. Right. But the effort that's put into saying, I want to be part of you. And that's sometimes that's a lot of give and take as well, too. Sure. I mean, when you think about it, we stand at an altar, we make vows together, right? We make a covenant. Yes, we make a a covenant. Right, right. And so, you know, we commit ourselves to one another and then off we go, you know, into the wild blue Blue yonder yonder of marriage. Yeah. 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 And, um, Carrying along with us our own personal set of ideas, mindsets, um, you know, our identity of who we are individually, and then you know, it, and then learning how to flow together. Uh, I th- I can think of one quote we use a lot with uh, couples when we're doing premarital. Uh, we'll, we'll tell them you don't have to think alike. But you have to think together. together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and 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 I think that's where, you know, going back to that statement of you get to define your marriage. You know, we get to define that walk that we're gonna have as a couple into married life. Um, and finding those places where we complement each other. And we bring contrast. And we're that's we a big contrast, thing that we that we right. we talk about all the time. You know, there's a classic movie back from the 80s with the line says, you complete me. You know, Robin and I couldn't disagree with that more <laughs> because the concept of that is, again, if 
if Robin's having a great day, then I get to have a great day. Or if she's having a bad day, I have to have a bad day. I have to learn that I want to sync up with her, which we do a lot. We, you know, we dump the truck, if it, whatever the situation may be, we'll get into that definition later. But it's understanding that I don't have to fix her. That was a hard thing for me beginning because I wanted, and you were a fixer as well too. Mm-hmm. So sure. when we're, when we feel disconnected emotionally, spiritually, whatever the case may be, that, that can, that can be difficult. So finding that path back to reconnect took us a while because it was, you know, we, we both, um, I, I speak, we both loved our parents. I loved my mom and dad. They did the best they knew how to do with what they had, but I, I don't think I was equipped to understand how to show empathy or connect with you when mm-hmm. you needed certain things. That's, I mean, I'm a kind hearted person. I, I mean, I can honestly say that about myself, but I didn't know how to connect that with you so that you felt heard. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, I think that was one of the major things that we talked about way early as we started going into this, even before we started doing premarital and doing counseling, life coaching was understanding that we needed to be heard and what that and how our voices could be different but we had to learn to speak the same language. Mhm. Definitely. So yes. so that communication yeah, 101. Yeah. Right. So so with that, you know, I can remember we'll, we'll tell a quick little story here. Highway 301 in Tampa, Florida. Robin knows the story I'm going to tell, but we were sitting in the car and for us we were we, we were in the midst of an argument. It was just I think with arguments, a lot of times, I think it comes down to where people are just frustrated because they feel their spouse, they in their head, everything they're saying is making sense. Why Why don't you understand the words coming out, out of, of my, my mouth? mouth? Right. So we were, we were in the car, Highway 301, in that little Toyota Corolla that we had. So, <laughs> But we were sitting in the car, and I was so frustrated, and I looked at and we— we both really didn't know what was about to happen, but it was a pivotal moment in us learning how to communicate mm-hmm. together. It really changed how we we did everything from that point forward. But I looked at you and I said, look, I don't know what to say right now. Mm-hmm. What do you need from me? Yes, you asked me that. Yeah, I, I asked you that question. What do you need from me? And you, I, I remember it, but I mean, if you right, remember. Right, I can't remember the exact words, but I just said something very simple, you know, it was very simple. Now that's interesting. Say you say that. See, in your mind, it was super simple. <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, "Really?" I'm, I remember saying that to you. I mean, really, that's all you need from me right now? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you in turn. Yeah, and then I, I think I in turn said, "Now, what do you need from me?" Yeah. And so I, mine was something like, "I need I, the way I process." I told her, I said, "I need five minutes to two hours to process, <laughs> so that I can then tell you." clearly what I'm needing, where you're more in the moment processor, I would say. Right. Yeah. I think that that was probably where we started to hone in on um, our communication personality, (laughs) Uh, you know, uh, where I am more of an extrovert. And uh, so I'm going to always talk to think uh, you know, I, so I, some of you that know Robin or whatever, or maybe you're <laughs> married to somebody like this. It's just that's one of my favorite things about her. She will go one, two, three, four, and it's not that I'm not listening, 
But she'll go, you know, I know by the, about the fourth or the fifth statement, we're getting close to where exactly her, her answer is, where I I need to contemplate. I need right, to. You're a little more introverted. I mean, you're very personable, but there's a That's side That's probably the only thing I am <laughs> introverted in is that process. Right. But I need, I need time. And again, you, you touched on this a little earlier. I, I think that's defined because of what, how, how I grew up, what I saw. You know, uh, I say this with all respect towards my dad. You know, he was a, a yeller, a screamer, and I didn't want to be that. So I had to learn not to shut down, mm-hmm. but I also had to learn how to take a moment and pause myself to collect my thoughts. So when I said something to you, it, it was clearly and not hurtful and not just to attack you. Sure. So that was that was that was how I was learning how to, to do that, and that's just become the way that I process now. I I have to have time to think. Then once I think, then I'm ready to go. Right. Then you come right back, and yeah, and, and you know, and and I think for me, because uh, I wanted to like talk it out in the moment, like right. I said, that extrovert part of me, and, and you're it, looking and for is, instant. I, I'm really needing resolution yeah. because to not have resolution is especially back then would have been, uh, you know, yeah. just like painful almost like, Oh li- my gosh, you know, we're, we're, we're disconnected, yes, yes. you know, because that's how I interpreted. Like if we can't follow this thing through, I'm in this place of like disconnect with the man I love. And I just want this to be yes. taken care of. And, so can you, you know. feel the head shakes right now? I can feel the head shakes. People that are <laughs> listening to this right now going, yes, that's my guy, or that's the way my wife thinks, whatever the case may be. So again, all these things that we're talking about are are, are normal things that every couple experiences. Yes. And some of them, uh, are. we're not going to be able to get into it today. We may jump on this with the next episodes. Are These are learned behaviors mm-hmm. that we saw. Again, we've touched on that. I touched on this just a second ago. It's learned behavior that we saw from our parents. How did they communicate? Did they resolve? Did they argue in front of us? Was it behind closed doors? But Robin, you really just, you really hit the nail on the head then again, resolve. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're really after sure in an argument i would say for both of us even though i might have uh wished that we could get to it quickly and then you're the way you, you know that you're wired to take time and pause meant that then you could come back and we could find reason can you put yourself back there for a second i mean was that like just like i said oh my gosh that's all you need can you put your do you remember that feeling like going really that's what, 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 did the light go on there for you? I mean, can you remember back to that moment when I said I need five minutes to, you know, two mm-hmm, hours? That you to- need some time. I think that the key for that, uh, the key to that for us was that then you made this promise. When you asked for time to process, you mm, promised yes. me, and we will talk about this again. Yes, that's good. And so to ensure me that if the communication had to stop um, in that moment for you to have time to be able to come back and us discuss it, uh, that gave me peace of mind. And for me, that's what I needed to hear to say, oh, okay, well, that's that's good. Okay, I can I can wait. And I know the answer. I know the answer to my question, but I want to hear you say it. So that made you feel like what you're I'm being I'm being heard. 
Yes, that I have a voice. Yes, and that um, and that we will continue the discussion. Yes. Um, so, and that was the beginning for us. Yes, I, I do want to introduce this this phrase to as, as you're listening today. What we call the foreign language. Mm-hmm. Everything we've talked about is what we call the foreign language. And for me, my foreign language was Robin. And for you, <laughs> right. Right. I, I had to learn the the language of Rob. Yeah. You know, it's it's like learning a foreign language. So now I have 32 years where I've learned how to speak Rob. You're very good at it, by the way. Thank you. You are very fluent. Yeah. Thank you. I pulled that one out of nowhere. <laughs> well, you are very, very fluent in speaking. Fluent. You speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's, that's, again, most of the arguments we got into in the beginning that lasted a long time, you know, were because we did not know how to speak each other's language. Language, right. Fast forward now 32 years, Mm -hmm. you know, not only with that, but we've learned how to put the skills into place and the work into place that we know how to pause. Mm -hmm. And we, trust me, as you're listening to this, you can learn how, first of all, let's just be honest. You know when you're headed for an argument, Yes. And you know the buttons to push on your spouse, <laughs> right? Sure. Absolutely. So if you know that, if that's the case, there's such thought behind that. You can also understand how to hit the pause button mm-hmm. and then go, wait a minute. And literally say this. We, we we still do this and we encourage couples. Somebody has to say, wait a minute, we're, we're headed for an argument, aren't mm-hmm. we? So to learn how to slow down, learn how to hit the pause button. And can you ask yourself in that moment, Am I speaking too much, Rob? Right. Or am I speaking too much, Robin? Exactly. Right. So I think that's a crucial thing as you go. And and again, you're, some of these things we're going to say over and over because I, we just believe they're that important. What we've learned over the years is that it's a very small turn of the dial that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. If you're listening today. Simple tweaks. Simple tweaks. If you're listening today and you're frustrated, you feel like you're not heard, or we've We've touched on something today that speaks to your heart. I want you to understand, again, you don't have to swing for the fences. Mm -hmm. It's a very small turn. It's a very small tweak that can make the biggest difference in your marriage. If you you take away today, learn and say, wait a minute, I'm going to, my spouse may not have this yet, but can I learn how to pause and take that moment and breathe? And understand the next words out of my mouth. Am I am I just am I just saying this to poke or stir something up, or or am I really trying to learn? Again, arguments are an opportunity for you to learn something about your spouse. Yes, and arguments will happen in the most wonderful, you know, if you want to use that word, perfect marriage. You're gonna argue. Yeah. I mean, that's just it's too people think people. we're strange. When we do a session and a couple has come in and you can tell they've been arguing and they're trying to pretend like they're not and we go right, and they come in the door yeah. yet come into a session. And we go, You've been arguing, Hector, and they go, you go, let's just keep arguing. No, we get excited yeah. about it. You're arguing awesome. Yeah, let's, let's keep talk talking about, about that. Yeah, yeah. So so I think that's yeah. So and again we want to teach people how to argue well. well. Yeah. Yes, There's a we we call it the art of arguing. There yes. is something special about that. So, in closing up uh, today, I think I think it's important for us to understand. And again, so let, let's let's recap just a little bit. The art of arguing, learning how to argue well. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that a whole lot more. But again, that foreign language, 
mm-hmm. learning how to speak your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that takes time. If you're a new uh, married couple, you're not going to get that overnight. And as we go through this, we're going to give you little catchphrases, little things that we've applied. You know, hopefully today, maybe you just take away the part that says, what do you need from me? You know, where you talk to your spouse, if you're, if you're arguing a lot, say, listen, hey, I was listening to a podcast. Could we try this? When we're on that verge, could, could you just tell me what you need? Mm-hmm. Or like Robin said, a great gift that I gave to her. I chose in that moment. I, typically, this is what I said. Hey, I want you to know I've heard you. I don't have an answer in this moment, but I promise you, that's where the promise came in. I will get back with you and we'll talk about this. Mm-hmm. And that gave you what you said, peace of mind, peace yes. of heart. Yes, absolutely. Because it made us feel what? Connected. Re- right, exactly. Reconnected. Right. So there it is. It's in the books. First episode. Can you believe we did it? First episode. Yay us. See you next time. See you next time. You've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts, Robin Robin Atkins. Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at marriageandus underscore podcast and on Twitter at marriageandus. Be a part of the show by calling 615-821-0866 and submit a question. Who knows? You might hear yourself on the podcast. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple. Yeah.